day 49. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. I'm John. And I'm Keith. And remember, this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to look through it and see God. We don't come to it primarily to look at it and see ourselves. All right, we're Mm -hmm. out of the Pentateuch and we're starting to move towards, right, just the rest of the history of Israel as God is revealing himself uh, to us ultimately through his interactions with and for this nation. So Mm. Joshua chapter one, I love how it starts off. Moses, who has been instrumental in these first five books. Main, yeah, one of the main characters, yeah. Gets five words Mm. after the death of Moses. And then it's like, Mm. go on, right? Not to diminish or to devalue what goes on, but, Mm. yep, the Bible's not a book about Moses, right? right? The Bible is a book about God. Remember, the characters change. They're interchangeable. God's character doesn't God's work always outlives God's workers. And so Moses is faithful. He does what God has called him to do. He's buried. He goes Mm -hmm. into the ground and Mm -hmm. the spirit of God stays and is filling another God ordained leader Mm -hmm. to do what God has called them to do. And so over and over and over again in this chapter, God's going to tell them, yo, I'm with you, right? And I think that's dope for people who are so used to being led by a particular person to be able to be reminded, oh, wait, 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 wait. Our victory, our good fortune didn't come about because we had Moses on our side. It came about because we had God on our side and Mm. God's still here. Yeah, Moses was important, right? Right, But he's not not all important, right? Right. It's not about him, it's about God, right? right? And like you say, bro, like all the time, God's work outlives his workers, right? God yeah. is still working, right? No matter what. Right. And so what's dope is that Joshua is this new Moses. Young Josh right. got, got got groomed up and it's right. his time right now, yeah. right? For the yeah. people of God. And so there's four words, bro, that that's going to break up Joshua. And again, like I said before, in order to know what you're doing, you have to know where you are, right? Right. So four words is going to break up the whole book. Joshua 1 through 5, cross, right? Right. It's about the people of God preparing to cross over into the promised land, crossing over. And uh, that, that the route for cross is going to occur five times. Right. Six through 12 is about entry. It's about taking, right? The word is take. Right. And they're going to take up the land in Canaan. 13 to 21 is divide, right? They're going to divide and apportion the land among the tribes. 22 to 24 is about serving. They're called to serve the Lord in the land they're in. So it's, yo, cross, take, divide, serve. Mm. And what's interesting, bro, in chapter one, like you said, you see that theme of leadership come out, right? Where right. God is like, no, 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 uh, Joshua, show time, but also law, right? So right. just like Moses, he's like, no, y'all got to keep the law. Like, y'all have to obey my laws, fam. Like, right. y'all have to carefully do this. And Joshua is that cat to exhort them and instruct them to do so. Right. And he's going to say that. And he's like, no, 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 I'm giving y'all the land. Right. Like, y'all not getting this joint because... Y'all kept the law, but I'm giving it to y'all. And right. he's going to say, like, this is y'all's inheritance, y'all's rest. Yeah. And the crazy thing is, remember, God was like, yo, y'all my firstborn son. And in the ancient world, like, the firstborn son received yes, an inheritance. inheritance. Right, right, right. right? Yeah. So Israel's receiving this inheritance because God is their father. Right. He's like, yo, I'm giving this to y'all. And, um, man, what's, what's amazing is, is that the New Testament is going to say, like, 
no, Christians are co-heirs with Christ, right. right? Like we're going to receive this inheritance because of the work he's done, not because of the work we're done. And the, the, I want to I want to keep saying this, like Canaan is a foreshadow, right? It's right. a foreshadow of what God is going to do in the future uh, through Christ and give us the whole world. Right, 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 right. right. And so he's like, you know, like this joint points to something greater than itself. And what I love is, man, that again, God is going to give it to him, but faith and obedience, bro, are two sides of the same coin. We just just continue to like separate them. And God is like, no, no, like if you really take this joint I'm I'm giving you by faith, you will obey, right? right? You will obey, they go together. And so we see this gracious gift of God uh, and these gracious commands he gives us are not, uh, you know, uh, contradictory, but complimentary. That's yeah. good, bro. Yeah. Yeah. God's going to over and over three times in verse one through nine, say, be strong and courageous. Right. Then mm-hmm. at the end of verse one, he's going to repeat it again. And we're reminded that courage is rooted in understanding and knowing God, not knowing mm-hmm. the future, knowing yeah. God. Right. Chapter two mm-hmm. comes in. Spies oh get sent into the land, and this is like Fire. full circle. Last yeah. time, Moses sent spies into the land right, and turned the believers of God into enemies of God. We nice. don't want to go. This mm-hmm. time, Joshua sending spies into the land, and then mm-hmm. as the spies go in, they come out and they turn enemies of God into believers of God. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Rahab comes through and she's like, no, 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 listen, yo, y'all are with God? That guy? She yeah. said, no, no, listen. Everybody's heard of that guy. We're mm. shook. We know what that guy can do. And this is what I love, bro. Mm. Her thing is the holiness of God in what he's done in the past doesn't make her run from God. It makes yeah. her run towards God. She says, that's, that's attractive. Can I be a part of that? That's magnetic. Yo, can I be in? To which they don't respond. You're mm-hmm. a foreigner. Get out of here. What mm-hmm. they say is, nah, yo, there's room here for y'all, right? Mm-hmm. And we mm-hmm. see, right, in the, just in this context, even as they're conquering, right, people that believe in this God and want to submit can find a place amongst the people of God. Yeah. Bro, one of the things that's interesting about the Bible and about this text is history, bro. This is history. History is not static. It's progressive. It's moving towards a goal. And and Joshua 2 is giving us little clues (laughs) about what this joint is going to look like. So when, like you said with Rahab, one of the things that's crazy is it's going to mention the king of Jericho before it mentions Rahab. And what you see is that Rahab has eyes to see that the kingdom of God is coming, but the king of Jericho doesn't, mm, right? Yeah. So the, the prostitute has the eyes to see. And remember, when Jesus comes, he's like, no, no, he's going to tell the Pharisees, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Prostitutes and tax collectors going into the kingdom of God before right. you, right? So we see that. But also, dude, like, you see, bro, that this chapter is going to show the way in which the Canaanites should have responded. Right, right, right. right? So Rahab is this paradigm, like, no, no, no. She's like, She's a theologian, bro. Right. So, so she's gonna make these, this statement of faith, right? Like, I know God is giving y'all the land. She says, "Yo," she says, "Um, she doesn't just say I've heard what y'all did in Egypt." Yeah. She says, "We've heard. We all know." <laughs> she says, "No, no, no. We've heard right. what y'all did in Egypt." Now the can the other Canaanite's not gonna respond the same way she does, but she responds in this way and says, "Hey, like he's the God of heaven and earth, right?" So she's gonna infuse creation, redemption, right? She gets it in, bro. She's like, 
and they're like, oh yeah, yeah, like you different, right? Right. Like, and so like they make this. Um, she she asked them to like swear to her, yeah, that 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 she would um that they would show kindness to her, and it's the same word that's used in in chapter one where God swore mm. to give them the land. Right. So you see this like kind of covenant that God made with the people of Israel, but Israel's gonna make this covenant with her as well. And again, she's not an Israelite, right? And and, and they were told in Deuteronomy, they said, no, no, no. God was like, no, no, no. don't make any covenants with the, or, or with uh, Canaanites, right? So what's happening here? Rahab is showing herself technically to be an Israelite, bro. Mm. And even though she's a Gentile. And that's what Paul, that's, that's what, that's what Paul says in Galatians. That's what Paul is, that's right. what Paul is saying in Galatians and Ephesians. Yeah. He's like, no, no, no. Like the mystery that God that God prepared is being un- unveiled, unfolded. And right. it's what? It's that the Gentiles are co-heirs with Israel. Right. Right. Formed with one body to receive the inheritance. And a- uh, Rahab is showing, bro, like just God's plan bursting through into history. Yeah. Abraham's sea, right? As we remember yeah. from... Genesis 15, mm-hmm. it's not just any son because he had two sons. It's the mm-hmm. son that was born by the promise, the son Absolutely. that was literally born from faith. So mm-hmm. all his children are going to inherit the promise through Christ by faith, right? So yep. that by faith takes away any like uh, uh, DNA test that's needed, yeah. right? That it's not about their physical ancestry, but people that, right, when they hear about what God has done, don't try to uh, uh, reinforce the gates and stand their ground like the king of Jericho, but it's people that see what God has done and surrender to the agenda that God has Mm. and says, yo, can we be on your team? Let me be on your side. Yeah, and it's crazy, man, that Rahab's going to show that regardless of where you are or who you are, that God's grace is for anyone that will receive it, bro. Right. Like anyone that will receive the grace of God can. As we go into three, bro, we, we see like this rerun, right? Remember the Bible kinds right. of reruns, yeah. it's, its main themes over and over. <clears throat> and what's, what's interesting, and I hadn't thought about this before, is that they're, they're going to cross the Jordan. Right. And the Jordan is going to be spoken of in the same way the Red the sea, sea is spoken of. Yep. So my man, Josh, is a new Moses, right? right? Um, so what's interesting though is that Mo Joshua's like, let the Ark of the Covenant go first. Mm. Right? The priests are carried the Ark of the Covenant and it's to go first. When the Ark of the Covenant goes first, then the Jordan uh uh separates. Why is that important? Well, the Ark of the Covenant represented, bro, the presence of God, but right. the throne of God. Right. The throne. Yeah. So what's happening here is that the kingdom yeah. is coming, bro. Right. The right. king has to go first. Right. The king has to go first. And guess what? Israel follows the king. Right. So, 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 so now for us, we like, you know, Jesus has to do it first. He has to die and rise. Right, right, right. Then we follow the king into this eternal sabbatical rest in the presence of God. So, so, so that's what happens here. And the people of God only can go because the king goes before them. Right. And they go again, they go from death to life. What does the sea represent? We know Red Sea, flood, all these are spoken of in the same terms, death to life. That is, that is the trajectory of our life, right? right. We think of, we think of it uh, in other ways, but it's really death to resurrection. Yeah. And Christ is our forerunner. We see the same themes in seed form here in this text, bro. And as they cross this body of water, this new group is experiencing a baptism of sorts, right? Yes. From the yes, old way bro. of life, from the wilderness that they were in, into the promised land, glory, yeah. the place where God will be their king, they will rule, and there will mm-hmm. be a city of 
worshipers. And the city's going to be comprised of not just a particular culture, but various yeah. cultures and people that come and approach God by faith, which is what God's trajectory and agenda has been since the beginning of time. Since the beginning of time. And lastly, man, again, we keep saying the same thing over. God wants to expand this covenant, this relationship he has with people geographically and generationally. Right. So when they get into the land, he's like, yo, make these memorial stones. Why? Because your kids are going to ask you, right. what are these? What is this about? Right. And you are to tell them that the Lord allowed us to cross the Jordan River. And then he says, yo, it's not just for them. It's for the people of the earth right. would know that the Lord is your God. God wants to invite he wants to change this world, man. Right. He wants people of all cultures, all places, and all times to worship Him. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we pray that you would use us for your kingdom purposes, Lord. As your kingdom comes on earth as it is in heaven, would we be those, Lord, that yeah, are at the front of the line, right behind you, worshiping you, praising you, inviting people in, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.